Do you have the holy boldness to speak clearly in rebuking the enemies of God? Do you have the compassion to care about the lost? Christ did both, and so should we. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. In chapter 13 of his gospel, Luke records the preaching, healing, and teaching of King Jesus as he was passing through various cities and villages while traveling toward Jerusalem. Christ called the people to repentance. He healed a woman who for 18 years had a sickness caused by a spirit. He taught on the kingdom of God. And then he spoke about the narrow door which would, in time, be shut. He said that standing outside would be many who claimed to belong to the Lord but were evildoers. He told the Jews of his day, in particular the leaders, that they would not be reclining at the table in the kingdom of God, but that Gentiles would. Hear now the word of God in Luke 13, verses 31 through 35. Just at that time, some Pharisees approached, saying to him, Go away, leave here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I reach my goal. Nevertheless, I must journey on today and tomorrow and the next day, For it cannot be that a prophet would perish outside of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together, just as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not have it. Behold, your house is left to you desolate. And I say to you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Our text starts with the words, just at that time, and is a reference to what I spoke about in the introduction. It was no coincidence that just at that time, the Pharisees showed up. Not unlike Tobiah and Sanballat, who tried to scare Nehemiah to flee from his mission and the work Jehovah had given him by saying people were coming to kill him, So here the Pharisees hoped to scare Jesus, either into silence or to turn back from his mission and the work that had been given to him by his heavenly Father. But we read in Luke 9.51, when the days were approaching for his ascension, he was determined to go to Jerusalem. Now the Pharisees didn't appreciate Herod any more than Jesus did. However, they were fearful of the power that Herod possessed. They thought Jesus would be fearful as well. And they must have been shocked to hear Jesus refer to Herod as a fox, a deceitful and vicious man. They may have been afraid of the fox, but Jesus wasn't in the least. He went on to clearly tell them all that he was not going to be deterred from his mission. He was not going to be deterred from his work for even a moment. That he would accomplish this on his timetable, not that of any person, regardless of their stature or power. 
And after such a stern rebuke, we see the compassion of Christ as he cried out over Jerusalem. And here we have the example par excellence, that recognizing God's sovereignty and saving sinners as he pleases in no way lessens our compassion and pity on the unconverted. Jesus concluded by proclaiming what would soon take place, his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, what we refer to as Palm Sunday. In Christ, we see the boldness to rebuke evildoers, the confidence to follow his Father's will despite opposition from people with prestige and power, and also the mercy that we should extend to the lost. Like him and in him, we have the confidence that not a hair can fall from our head apart from the will of our Heavenly Father. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. (laughs) 